Hello and welcome to the Time to Ride podcast with me, Simon, the Sportsman Macriff. This week, my guest is Lance Racing Scene Photographer, Ellen Isherwood. Excellent. Well, welcome to Time to Ride. Thank you. Emma, are you well? Fabulous. A bit nervous. So I'm not used to that. You've got Emily in the corner there, and I know you... Yeah, that's my granddaughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well, like I said, welcome to Time to Ride. Thank um, you. And my first question is, because anybody that has raced up north will know who you are because you turn up at all these races and you take all these photographs and it's like you do it for the, through the goodness of your heart. How did you become a cycling photographer when I know that your background um, was in nursing and you studied ceramics and design at uh, the Preston Uni. It was due to me and my friend used to cycle and we used to laugh a lot and we spent five years laughing and cycling and eventually uh, I took a camera along because my other half was cycling. He was in TTs at Brentford Bypass. And I had a couple of friends who were also doing those TTs. And eventually, I used to go in the car instead. And the camera was taken along more than the bike. That simple. Like I say, I, you came to my notice in March 2016 down at Saltaire. Um, I was riding one of the crits down there for a company to work for Holfords. Um, and I only know that it came to prominence because I, I, I went and won that day by some fluke of chance and what have you. And then some. I, I was asking if anybody knew, has anybody got the photographs from that? And some said, oh, it's, it's Ellen, Ellen Isherwood. And everyone, how do I find out where she is? You know, it's all on Facebook. And it's Lanx Racing Scene. So if anybody has, wants to get in touch with you, is that where to find you on Lanx Racing Scene? And they can find all those pictures. Yes. Yes, or Flickr. Um, my details are all on Lanx Racing Scene. So what motivates you to go out in all those conditions and I will highlight one that stands out in my mind was last year it's the last race of the season I think up at Bassenthwaite and I'm talking it was apocalyptic yes it was <laughs> and it was I ah uh, I we, we must have been I don't know what we were thinking to be honest with you riding in it and I think I talked to Russell subsequently and he he was that close to actually pulling the race um, but what motivates you to go out there and do that in those conditions? Well, A, it produces fabulously dramatic photos. B, it sticks in people's minds. And C, if you've committed you're going to go, then I'm going to go. And I told Russell, Russell asked me, uh, would I photograph there? Um, and I said, yes, so I'm going to do my best to get there, uh, whether it's whatever conditions. Um, if I've said I'll go, then I'll go. Well, 
I don't think I'm on my own here. I think I speak for any racing cyclist out there that's ever turned up. We all like to have pictures of ourselves. I just want to say it's absolutely fantastic what you're doing. And yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, and I know there's one or two people that um, <coughs> I think I think you've mentioned in the past to me, um, and it's sadly no longer with us, uh, likes of Rick Taylor, um what was his role in instigating you getting into look, I, I say getting into cycling because it's not just about the photography it's the whole holistic approach to it all because we all know who you are um we might not see you but we we see the results at the end of the day and we know you were there rick was uh, such a fantastic personality he was so um infectious his, his personality was just brilliant and we used to tag along um me and my partner rick and his mum jackie and we used to go to hill climbs together and we often had hysterics there was one guy who was going up mocap and his chain bust well he couldn't unclip and he couldn't do anything and we had hysterics um they were just um, they were just a good laugh, a proper good laugh. Um, Rick, he had a serious side, but the majority of the time, he was laughing. Usually it's himself. Anybody that remembers him will remember him on the finishing line, and he'd be the guy with a pint in one hand and a ciggy in the other, and you're thinking, this yes, is a kind of... A, a, Nyon pro cyclist, and I know he, he raced some serious racing, but it's he he was so laid back. It was, and what a sad loss at the age of thirty two. Um, I'm trying to wrap my brains. It's a cycling accident in Andorra in 2018, yes. um, and it's like I think he was racing for is it Skelmersdale at the time? No, was it Armskirk? Harry he Middleton. Harry Middleton. Harry Middleton's yes. Um, but what a sad loss. And I, and I know they've raised a lot of money subsequently. Um, we we had a... Um, I, I hosted a, a fundraiser for, for Jackie and any, any, you know, immediate money that she needed. But Brian uh, Rigby and Janet uh, organised a... Uh, God, what was it called? The Rick Taylor Memorial Race. I'm gone one second. Yeah. And um, the Rick Taylor Memorial Race, which in the morning was a hill climb up Hunter's Hill. And um, in the afternoon was a road race around, oh God, what, co what course was it? Autumn Road Race course. It was fantastic um, in Ormskirk. Um, Matt Middleton um, organised it along with Brian and Janet. And the whole day was fantastic. The banner from Lanks Racing Scene is the scene at the top of Hunters. And Dan Monaghan and Josh Pete, and they, they were just fantastic. And uh, Rick would have been there. Um, doing some kind of silly outfit. 
or having a pint and a ciggy at the end. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and running alongside. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, lovely and he is sadly missed. Like I say, he was one of that breed that I, I would like to kind of say he was very instrumental in the, the kind of pro scene that we've got now. We've got a, not a lot of young lads that are really doing well. And he was part of the inauguration of all of that. Um, sadly, he won't see the results of his endeavours, no. but um, a, a true inspiration to a lot of young cyclists. Yeah, such a nice guy and and missed and still talked about. You know, we we've always got a, one of Rick's books of excuses. He had a, an excuse for everything. <laughs> so many mechanicals. Oh, I know that feeling. They've always got a puncher. Always got a puncher. <laughs> yeah. A sl slow one as well. It's never a blowout. Yeah. It's, it's always a nice slow punch that <laughs> kind of hinders you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Moving on to matters more recent. Um, tell me more about your relationship with Debs John and Toby Cummins. Well, I have um, a fantastic relationship with them. And I do have a big reveal. Can I do a big reveal? You can indeed, please. They've allowed me to announce their provisional race dates. Ooh. So let me get my phone. Oh, yes. Yes, please do. I, I saw it was announced yesterday, um, and it was yesterday, I believe, that the, because they they run, is it called Dark North? Called Dark North. Who organised the Cape and Ray road race. Yes. But anybody that has never ridden it, it's one of the toughest courses around yes. here that I can testify for. I've raced on it twice. Um, and I think when... I, the first time I rode it, it was a young lad. Got, don't know where he is now. A young Asian lad called Prasad Prasad on the final climb up to the finish just went off the front. Uh, and it is a brutal climb when you're racing. It might not be so bad when you're out training on it because it's just on my doorstep. But when you're <coughs> racing over that three or four times, oh, it is brutal. Um, so, yes, go on. Give us these because they do they're doing the masters nationals as well, men's yes. and women's. So oh my god, last year was it last year or the year before? Can't remember. Uh, but you think Bassenthwaite was torrential rain. That was nothing on what was there on the Oaken Clough finish at the men's masters. It was wet. <laughs> Well, it must be, because I've got webbed toes now as a <laughs> consequence was... of riding Bassenthwaite. Steve Lapier won, and um, it was a phenomenal race. Right, Cape and Ray Road Race, which is the men's and women's E123 National B, is going to be on June the 20th. So anybody listening to this, you've got the first heads up, get those applications in as soon as possible because yep. it might be one of the only road races on. <laughs> Women's National Masters Road Race and Men's 234 Support Race. And that's on July the 4th and it's on the autumn course. And the Men's National Masters Road Race 
it's on Oakenclough again. And that's on the 7th and the 8th of August. Well, but there is also a big, big deal for me is that there is potentially going to be a crit on the Lancaster edges around Lancaster, taking in Daisy Bank. Do we have a date on that? No. No. That's a surprise. Now, that is the, my kind of race, you see. Um, a short, stocky little puncher. <coughs> I, I do love ra racing crits, um, and I and I kind of miss the national series that I discussed with Andy Hawes a few weeks ago. Um, Barrow had one. Um, I'm talking about four or five years ago. They're just great. It's, it's a real carnival atmosphere. Yes. And, and Lancaster, they're going to get massive crowds if they've got In a little Lan crit round there. Lancaster City Centre did one. Oh. And it was brilliant, absolutely yeah. brilliant, um, around the cobble streets. I recall that because I remember Cameron swearing because he had a puncture. That's Cameron Jeffers. And um, Rick was there and he also had a puncture. <laughs> <laughs> well, of, course. You know? of course, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, Toby and Deb's brilliant, do so much. And um, so enthusiastic. You can't hold um, Toby down. Uh, they, they say what they're doing is fun, phenomenal. Uh, and, and anybody that doesn't know who they are, um, like I said, they organise the Cape and Ray Road Race and they have their own little, I, I'd love to call it a business, but it's called Dark North and they, they have lots of kind of bits of apparel and um, things on that. Um, so, yeah, uh, anybody that's, you know, internet savvy have a look on uh, I think another on instagram um and they'll have their own website he sent he sent me loads of stickers this weekend so i can put stickers everywhere there you go what so what do people need to look out for then if you're going to put stickers everywhere what stickers are they what does it look like up yours indoors i've got that one one on my camera um i can't i can't remember the manager said, "This one looks like a bit of an ice cream corner, doesn't it? It's that, it's that kind yes. of logo. Yes, yes, yes that's um, his logo. Yes, but uh, so what? What current projects have you got on the go at the moment, then? Well, today I had a bit of a surprise. Um, somebody's approached me uh, to sponsor me. Ooh, tell me more. Which is." Uh, a surprise. I am currently sponsored and have been for what four or five years. Jodie Warrington of um, Transition and Neopro, and this other chap has um, has contacted me, wanting his um, logo on the photographs. So I'm weighing up the pros and cons. Um, but. Current projects, what have I got? Uh, a nice one with GCM. Ooh. Um, which um, doesn't involve me doing anything because they've already got the photo. But that's to do with a film that they put together from Andrew Fe about Andrew Feather. Right. And I think they've used one of my photos for that. And apparently that is going to go live pretty soon. Um, which should be nice, you know, seeing how he trains and where he trains. I think he's been training up your way. 
well, it's the best place to go if you're into mountains <laughs> and climbing. It's like yes. for somebody like me, it's useless. I've got to come down Lancashire for some <laughs> flat circuits. And we've got hills around here. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Have you tried Shaley? Shaley's the one that always used to get me. You're not going to catch me on the hills. If I know it's got a hill in it, I'll not enter. It's like if it's pan flat, you might see me down there. But if I know firsthand it's got a hill, no, I'm not. I'm not oh, turning up. Armchair suits you just nice. Exactly. Well, my my armchair suits me just nice <laughs> yeah, at my yeah, age. So I won't divulge how old we are, but we're the same age. So yeah. Oh, we, oh, we really? Yeah. So you know where I'm coming from. That cup of tea in a sofa. Yeah can be far more appealing than a soggy wet yeah, night on a mountain somewhere. I'm really. Yeah. Um, so tell me more about this, this occupation you have as plant technician at Urban Planters Northwest. What does that involve? We uh, get up very early usually and hit Manchester. Um, look after plants. We... We're doing a Deansgate day tomorrow, so that's anything and everything on Deansgate. But we look after plants at Man United, uh, Coronation Street, um, ooh, anywhere that's a big posh office. Uh, but we do also have a Lakes Day and we do the Midland, uh, which has just been on TV, you know, on the bay. And we were plant spotting. And we did spot a few of our plants. So yeah, we just we just get around anywhere and everywhere that's got uh, a space that can accommodate a plant. Our salesperson will get in there. <laughs> will you pop into Harry Halls then? If you're in Manchester on Deansgate, will you pop into Harry Halls? I do know Harry Halls. I do know the Harry Halls shop. Well, if you pop in, say hello to Simon from me because okay. uh, he's, he's an old friend of mine. So it's like, yeah, um, I don't know. They've got some nice stock in at the moment. Right. We're, we're big fans of Bill Nixon's cycles, um, whose father rode in the Tour de France. Yes, yes. I can't remember what year. Um, but, yeah, he, he won the milk race. But his lad, um, although he's on the whole, he's pretty miserable. Once you get to know him. Oh, I know him. I know him. Yeah, you'll know he's pretty miserable. I used to deal with him when I was a rep on the road. Um, And he's very dry, his Bill. Very dry. uh, Very honest, very genuine. uh, And a lovely chap, a genuine cyclist, obviously. Um, But it's, yeah, I'm I'm hoping his business is booming at the moment. He's Uh, booming. Good. Plus, he's got, he's got a little workmate with him called who we call Little Sam. He won't appreciate that because he's like 25 now. Um, but we've known him quite a while. And uh, Little Sam's mellowed um, Bill out a bit. They've got, they're good for each other. <laughs> Excellent. So what's next on the cards for you then? <laughs> next on the cards, dying to get out there doing some racing. Just, I'm guessing TTs are going to be first. I, I, I got a memo through today from my uh, club secretary um, that we've got the go-ahead for a full racing calendar. That's our central wheelers. Um, okay. So at the moment, the end of March, we can start riding a few tens. And I can't for one minute believe that we're going to be the only club 
they're yeah. not going to be running tens. So I would assume anybody that's local uh, to you will be running club tens. So um, so that will be the Rainford ten, which is where Lanks Racing Scene was created in the car park at Bickerstaff Football Club um, HQ. And uh, there was Debbie Moss, who was an excellent TT, Zoe Whiteside, Scott Leverington, Eddie Marshall, and my partner, Dan. And um, that's where it was created, um, in that car park. So for anybody listening, um, I think I, I came across Lakes, uh, Lanks Racing Scene on Facebook. Um, is that the only platform that they have, or do they have a Facebook page as well? A uh, Facebook page, website, rather. No, we don't have a website. No, so it's just on Facebook. Just on Facebook, because um, I'm not very technical-minded, and um, I'd, I've never needed anything. I've never needed anything else. People will, on the whole, either be able to download stuff, um, be, be able to download stuff themselves. If they can't download stuff themselves, they message me, which I prefer um, to be messaged because then I can send them the proper file. And all my details are on um, Lanks Racing Scene. They can phone me, they can email me, they can PM me, um, but they'll always be free. Um, because that's what I prided myself in, um, because I like to get the normal people, not just the superstars, you know, not just the winners. I like to get, because it might be the first time on a, on a, on the new bike. It might be the last time they've ever ridden. It might be the first time they've ever won. I don't <laughs> you know. know. It got me, like I say, down at Lancaster. All the years of my serious race, when I say serious racing, I mean when I was a bit younger, um, and I'd never won a crit at Lancaster in my life. And then I rocked up at the age of 52, and it's like I rode off the front in the sprint, and it's like, oh, I hope somebody's captured this, because it's like, this is <laughs> precious. And lo and behold, unbeknown to me. Oh, wow. Uh, that, to me, is uh, that's job satisfaction from, for me. Oh, it meant the, world, it meant the world to me. It's just that my wife and my young daughter were there, present as well. Um, I just wish I could have learned to celebrate a bit because it's like, I think all I did was let out a, a most pretty nauseating, gut-wrenching scream. Of <laughs> uh, and and I think I'm pulling some horrendous face in, in relief, but uh, it's captured for eternity. Yes. Uh, I just wish I'd have been a little bit more central. I, I think I'd veered off to the right in the sprint, but hey, you know. You won it. Exactly. Can never take that away from me. No. That's that's what's important to me is capturing that moment that's special to the person in the photo. Oh, yes. Not be a youngster, because I love doing CXs. Um, you know, and thank God Dave Haygarth has put so much effort in this year. Um, to get those races actually put on um, because they're for like four-year-olds to 75-year-olds and they were fantastic as, as they always are. 
I, I think I think what he's done there is an absolute astonishing effort because, like I say, we're in, we were in the thick of the pandemic yes. uh, through the cross season, and to actually get any cross races on is some phenomenal feat, I have to say. And, and chapeau to Dave. It's like what an effort. Um, he's really pulled that one right out of the bag. So I was very impressed. And he's a nice guy with it. I don't think I've met anybody who isn't a nice guy in the cycle world. Oh, um, I have. I've met two. <laughs> well, we won't <laughs> mention them then. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> yeah. One who told me I'd not to, I'd not to take any photographs um, without his permission. Is it Elvis? Uh, like, <laughs> who's this guy? I should have written to him prior to the occasion um, to get his permission. <laughs> well, I hope he's got a rainbow banded jersey on because it's like, let's not have any prima donnas around here. We all just want to ride bikes. Um, he's, a, he's a strange man. Enough said then. We'll leave that one there. Uh, enough said, enough said. But let me take you back to, you alluded to Geordie Warrington. You have a sponsorship. Let's uh, have a big shout out for Geordie because I, I think he goes back to one of my former teammates, actually, in National Junior Road Race Championships. And I, I think, Stefan won it, I know Stefan won it, but I think Jordy might have got a third that day, and I'm going back a long time now. But uh, let's have a shout out for Jordy then. Tell me more about him and how, how you two started working together. Well, it was courtesy of Jason Idden and Janet Reed had created. Uh, oh, God. He'd created um, identity. It's GCN. Them. It's GCN on the phone with a big fat check. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, they'd created identity and wanted me to go along to um, take some photos of the launch event. And Jodie was there and we just yelled. And he supported us more or less ever since. And identity were just a smashing um, group of people uh, who went from strength to strength. You know, one of Jody's um, photos that he's got on his office wall is the line out of, of I think, every single member of identity. Um, leading Pimbo out. It's just a, a real photo. I was in the right place at the right time. Um, which is all photography is about, being in the right place at the right time, in the right setting as well. Well, I say you, you photographers have a very uncanny knack of being in the right place at the right time and just being able to press that shutter at the right time as well. It's, uh, it's an uncanny knack, I have to say. Um, Once you, um, not every photo is good. I throw away a lot. Ah, you um, see, you're giving your secrets away now. You, you guys only see, I would say, 20%. The rest are rubbish. Um, nobody will see the rubbish ones. Um, but my favourites are perhaps hill climbs, because the expression and the effort... Um, effort faces are excellent photo. 
And that's the advantage, though, of a hill climb, because there's no mandatory helmet wearing, and very few guys who are doing a hill climb will wear glasses. And mm. I think we alluded to this in one of the earlier podcasts. You can actually see into somebody's soul when they've yes. got no glasses on yeah. and they've got no helmets on, and you really get a feel for what's going on in yeah. that guy's head. Um, now, I've never done a hill climb. I never say never. But it's like I'm unlikely to. If I do it, it's gonna be on a fixed wheel and uh yeah, a lot of coffee that day, I think. Yeah. One of one of my heroes um is uh was extremely good at hill climbing, and that's Paul Roby. Um he's uh, he doesn't put it about at all, but if he could just get back to it, <clears throat> he could be fabulous absolutely fabulous um when i first got into photography i used to take my camera up to a local hill called hunters and get down cam jeffers and paul will be doing hill reps and uh, paul would beat both of them and it was just fantastic to see the effort on the faces you know especially dan's who's coming last <laughs> He's laughing at me now. <laughs> Do you get a chance to work with any of the women's cycle teams at all? Yes. Um, Pimbo, that was quite a big one a couple of years ago at Pimbo. We've missed a year, haven't we? And it's, it's really... Been a, um, it's been a very, very difficult really year. Hard, but Heather, God, what's Heather's Bamforth? Bamford. Is it Bamforth or Bamford? Heather, she's massive for women. Um, she's done so much. Um, and her husband, Fred. Um, between them, they've done the first share. Well, more than the first share, really. Um, but the women's masters last year at Dolphin Home. I think it was because I was think in Glenn um, Jackson, local lass. I think she won one of the women's nap masters um, races. So Helen, yes, you know Helen. Helen Jackson, she's yes. a, a Kendall girl. She is, yes. She's fat. Yes, we share a birthday, me and Helen. So she's my twin. Really, <laughs> she she isn't as old as us. Is no, she? No, she, she, we just share a birthday. That's all. Yeah, she won't thank me for saying that we're twins, but uh, yes, we share a birthday. Um, but she, we, she's a great rider. She did the, the hill climb that we did on, um, oh God, what was it called? Toby organised it, Toby and Deb, called Dark North, on the struggle. For the first time, yes. That's a stinker. Yeah, a couple, was it a couple of years ago? Yeah, it wasn't last year, the year before. That's a tough one. Up to the top of Kirkston. Yes, that was that was a really, really fun day. And um, Dan Evans and Jess Evans turned up, you know, you know, proper superstars. And um, they turned up. So when that's next held, I would imagine that could be one for the calendar, really. I think that will have a permanent place on the calendar from now yes. on. Um, 
because it'll just draw people in. Anybody who's a tourist will, if they know that it's on, to line that climb will yes, be phenomenal. Indeed. Yes. Um, and if anybody knows the route, there's a pub at the top, so it's like, go yes, fill your boots. Yes. Yeah. Well, what do you need? Exactly. exactly. The atmosphere as you go up a hill climb, one that sticks with me, I think it was Jackson Bridge and um, the Claydon, Bladen, sorry, crowd were fantastic. And Rick took me to that event, which was Newcastle Way. And um, it is the crowd that make the event. So yeah, if we could get a crowd at the struggle, that would be absolutely amazing. Well, the crowd was quite big, you know, for, for a year ago. Um, so yes, we need to make that one for the calendar. Good, good, it will happen. So all that's left is for me to say on behalf of any racing cyclist out there or sportive rider is a great, big, big thank you, Ellen, for all your efforts. Like I say, people won't realise, but you do it all free of charge um, and they can go and download pictures of themselves riding whatever event they've entered, if you are present. And it's, it's so much appreciated. I can't begin to tell you how much we all appreciate it. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Um, and I look forward to seeing you this season because it looks like we might have some racing on. Let's hope so. Fingers crossed. Thank you very much for your time, Alan. Speak to you soon. You're welcome. Cheers now. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. This week's Time to Ride was brought to you by The Spokesman, Bespoke Bicycle Wheel Building and Repairs, and Lanx Racing Scene Photographer, Ellen Isherwood.